Hello, and God bless you. This is Pastor Jeremy of World Harvest Ministries, and we are so delighted to come to you again. This is actually now our sixth podcast, and uh, so many uh, things are happening uh, around the world, in our nation, uh, prophetically, and and that's what we're here for today, to discuss these things and, and what the Bible is saying. Uh, today, joining me on the other line is uh, Pastor Fernando, and uh, we would like you to greet the people. Amen. Uh, I'm so glad to be here uh, with you gentlemen once again, but Marty, Pastor Jeremy, uh, and, and above all, to come to God's people with a uh, yes. what we feel is an on-time word. Um, uh, what the Lord is saying to us in these last days. Uh, there's so many things going on, and I pray that you will be blessed as uh, uh, the Lord will help us to open up the word of truth. Amen. And also joining us is evangelist Marty Martinez. Brother Marty, it's always good to have you with us, and would you greet the people? Yeah, it's a, always a privilege and an honor to uh, to be part of these podcasts, and what exciting times that we're living in and to uh, be able to come to you, the listening audience and uh, discuss the events of the day. And uh, so that's what we're endeavoring to do uh, today is to touch on many of the things that are transpiring and that uh, we pray it'll be a blessing to you. So uh, uh, whether you're driving down the road, uh, you know, turn up the volume or if you're at home, pull up a chair and, uh, and uh, get your Bible out and, uh, and, and, uh, and let's get into the word of God. Amen. Amen, amen. You know, somebody said the other day how how much right now in this hour uh, the pages from Matthew 24 are coming alive in this uh, in this hour. Uh, seeing all the prophetic uh, things that have been happening uh, today, we're actually celebrating the 45th day since the eclipse that took place on August 21st. We saw how, uh, just to give a little rundown, four days after we had uh, hurricane after hurricane after hurricane after hurricane hit uh, all around the United States uh, uh, of America, including Puerto Rico, who's part of the United States, and also uh, the earthquakes and so forth that have been taking place. And we have been coming to you discussing these things, what the Bible says, and uh, speaking about the signs that we are seeing. So we're excited and ready to to begin to speak and and discuss these things. And uh, I know, Brother Pastor Fernando, I know you have a a scripture in Matthew, and we we could start with that. Yeah, Brother Fernando, before you read the scripture, before you read that scripture, Pastor Jeremy mentioned uh, just a a few things there. But that was the catalyst uh, for these podcasts to begin with. Was that was that we we were we were talking to each other and going, my goodness, I mean, this is. You know, so many things are happening uh, that it can't just be by happenstance. It can't just be by chance. There is something literally taking place on the face of the earth. And so we felt compelled to uh, to begin to, to produce these podcasts uh, for you, our partners out there, and, and those that are joining us as the days go on. And so that's how these podcasts came about. And, of course, we started out our very first one not knowing where it would lead, but it has been unrelenting. For the last 45 days, it has literally Absolutely. been unrelenting, one thing after another, after another, after another. And so uh, so that's why we're beginning today. Uh, our, our text that started these podcasts has been Matthew 24, where Jesus uh, is basically answering the questions that were put to him by his, uh, his, his disciples 
as to uh, when the signs of the of, of of his coming would be and what would be the things that would transpire uh, prior to his second coming. And so that's where we're going to continue today and where Brother Fernando will begin and uh, to read the scripture and then elaborate as, as the Lord leads. So, Brother Fernando, go ahead. Yeah, and, and again, uh, these podcasts are very vital. I think uh, uh, they are very relevant to what's taking place uh, around us, what we're seeing on a daily basis through the news and uh, what we read in, in the Internet articles that <clears throat> pertain to uh, political uh, the, the political realm, the economical realm, uh, mm-hmm. natural disasters that, that we're reading about. Uh, we'll talk about it even a little bit later. There's even a hurricane developing, Hurricane Nate off the uh, off the Gulf. And, <laughs> yes. And Dr. So, Fernando, also just, just four, four days ago, what happened, I forgot to mention what, what we experienced uh, four days ago in Las Vegas. And uh, yeah, right. yeah. all of this is tied in. All of this is tied in, but go ahead, Brother Fernando. Just yes, wanted to mention and, that, and, and, and uh, I, I want I want to let the the listening audience know. Please share these podcasts with people. If yes. you've been blessed, um, and and these 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 uh, podcasts have encouraged you, a way of evangelism is sharing these podcasts. Uh, you you, yes. share, you don't have to just share these to people that are that are saved. You can share them to people that are not saved. And let them mm-hmm. make a decision for themselves and see, wait a minute, you know, uh, it could very well be that God is trying to get our attention. Uh, and sometimes yeah. it's like that, you know, those who know, to, who say to, they know the Lord the most uh, are the ones that are more ignorant to the things that are really happening. And sometimes sinners <laughs> have more sense, <laughs> you know, yeah. the, the, than we do. Uh, but uh, I challenge you, and, and I, I want to let you know, uh, please do whatever you can. Share these podcasts, forward them, put them on your Facebook page, um, recommend the, the podcast. Uh, and, and if you've been blessed, you can guarantee that, that the people that will listen to it uh, will be blessed as well. Uh, we're, we're, going, we're reading from Matthew chapter 24 uh, in the Lord's uh, Olivet Discourse to his disciples. Um uh, Verse 37, we're going to start from verse 37, and we touched on this, uh, the last podcast, myself and Brother Marty, as we were uh, doing the podcast, as the news was breaking, uh, uh, as the news was breaking that the shooting took place in Las Vegas, uh, it was leading up to midnight, right? Um, Yeah, it was actually, it, it was actually ongoing as we were doing the podcast. Actually, if I remember correctly, Pastor Fernando, you you had access to a television set, so you were actually watching the events unfolding at the same time that we were doing the podcast. It was quite amazing that night uh, what happened. And uh, so, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, it sure was. Um, So let's start from verse 37. It says, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. Um, read verse 39, would you? Would you you mind? And and, and knew, that's right, I forgot that verse, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. And I'll, I'll wow. go ahead and turn to uh, Genesis 6. Uh, yes. 
to see exactly what our Lord was talking about that was taking place in the days of Noah uh, that that will that has a parallel to the end of times, the days that we are living in. And, and we're going to read it and see if we can connect what's taking place around us today with the days of Noah. And I believe that we'll, we'll, we'll definitely find an answer there. Uh, Genesis 6, verse 11 says this, The earth, the whole earth, also was corrupt before God. And the earth, the whole earth, was filled with violence. Uh, and uh, God looked upon the earth. And behold, it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. My goodness. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Go ahead, Brother Marty. Yes, uh, and you're right to connect that. See, what Pastor Fernando started out with was Matthew 24, the words of the Lord. And he gives us a key. And the key to understanding, understand this, those of you that are listening, uh, if you want to understand the prophetic scripture, understand that, that, that it connects, the Bible connects from Genesis to Revelation when we're talking about prophecy. And so you will find uh, that as we just did right there, Pastor Fernando read, from the words of, of Jesus himself saying that, look, you want to know when my coming will be? He says it's going to be just like it was during the time of the days of Noah. And so then, uh, as students of the word, we have to say, okay, well, the next logical step will be then is to check it out and see what the days of Noah were like. And so that's when we right. go back to Genesis chapter 6. And, and as you read there, the uh, in, in in verse 11 uh, through 13, I believe it was, that you were reading. Uh, yes. It's interesting that he, he note, notates how that the earth was filled with violence, that the behavior yes. of mankind had reached such a level that, 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 that there was violence upon the face of the earth. And this is where we started on, uh, what was it? Was it Sunday night, Pastor Fernando? When did the actual shooting take Sunday place? Sunday night, yes. Leading uh, Sunday into night. Monday. Yes. Into Monday, that's right. We went, uh, I don't remember when we actually went on the air, but it was like 11.30, quarter to 12, and we went into the next day discussing these things. And this is why it, it made us think about, about the days of Noah. Because as those of you that know and have been paying attention to the news, uh, when we first started the podcast the other night, uh, as we reiterated even then, uh, the reports that were coming out were happening so fast. And we did say, you know, these things these things are going to change, you know, as as the moments go on. So even the preliminary information that we were giving out, uh, of course, it did change. I think at the time, Brother Fernando, when we were talking about it, uh, they had only said that the, that only two people had died and like yeah, twenty had yeah, been injured. Two people, exactly. Two people. And since then, uh, the latest figures I saw uh, say that uh, it, it has reached fifty nine. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's it's reached 59 people have have uh, have have passed away, have died, and we have over 517 or so people uh, that are in the hospital with uh, varying injuries and gunshot wounds. And uh, and the last thing I saw uh, in a press conference yesterday was that of those 517, 45 additional people 
uh, or not additional, but 45 of the 517 are literally hanging by a thread uh, for their lives. So those of you that are listening, you know, keep those people in prayer. So, but let's, yes, but let's get back to the point here is that what we are, what we are, what we're seeing and what we're endeavoring to do is to, is to ask the question, um, could it be, and is it possible that, that we truly are living in the times that are predicted by the scripture? Are we living at the time where, uh, where, where truly the end of, of the age of history is upon us? And, and we know that the scripture specifically tells us that that we will witness the second coming of the Lord, that Jesus Christ, and this is what the scripture says, will come back again to this earth. This is the claim of the Bible. And Jesus himself even validates that in what Brother Fernando was just reading in verse 37, Jesus speaking. He says, as the days of Noah were, so shall it also be at the coming of the Son of Man, or so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So he's linking his second coming with the same uh, climate that existed uh, during the days of Noah. And so when we saw the reports of what happened in in Las Vegas, and it's still ongoing as we're talking today, I mean, uh, there's a lot that's surrounding this this investigation and and where it will ultimately lead to, you know, we don't really know, but we... But we do know that there's a lot of questions out there as to what really has happened. But the point being <laughs> is that <laughs> the yes, the point being is that we have witnessed what they are telling us is the is the worst uh, shooting and massacre of 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 souls in the history of our nation. Wow! That the the, the the act of violence was so great that it literally broke all records of any previous, you know, crazy act that was done by any previous gunman in the history of our country. And so the violent act itself and what was happening uh, and has been happening since then as, as, as the count of the deceased has gone up and so forth and so on, it, it has led us to a point where we, we have asked ourselves that very question. It, are we witnessing a parallel? Are we living in the same type of condition that existed uh, during the days of Noah? And we specifically are talking about the days of Noah because this was the signpost that was given to us by the Lord Jesus Christ. He said that he would come back again, but that the generation that would witness the similar climate or environment that existed during the days of Noah, that that generation could uh, could could mark it on their calendar and say, hey, basically, you know, uh, it could say, hey, my goodness, this is very, very similar to uh, what the Lord said would be the climate prior to his second coming. And so let's let's just take a look at this for a minute here, if you guys don't mind. Let's look at Genesis sure. 6, and uh, let, let's look at a few little points that I wanted to bring out here, and you guys jump in at any time. <clears throat> uh, Genesis 6, because this is the account of of Noah. We started with verse 11, but let's go back to verse 1. And let's take a look at some things here. Cuz we're asking the question or we're actually using the leading of the Lord Jesus Christ who said, "Look at the days of Noah. Study the days of Noah and 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 see uh if if uh if your generation can can say, "My goodness, that sounds just like our time." 
And if you can do that, he says, then know this, that uh, that the coming of, of the Lord is, is, is imminent. It, it, it's about mm-hmm. to happen. And, uh, and, and so let's take a look at this. Look at this. This is very interesting to me. In verse 1 of Genesis chapter 6, we're studying the days of Noah. He says this. Uh, <clears throat> he says, and it came to pass that when men began to multiply upon the face of the earth, and and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And we'll just stop right there to begin with. What can we glean from this? Number one, remember, we're, we're obeying the command of the Lord to, to study the days of Noah in order to find out, are we living in similar times? And if we are, then it is a signpost to the generation of God's children upon the earth and those who take the time to research it, that the the, the second coming of the Lord is eminent. So the first thing that we learn from Genesis chapter 6, verse 1, is it says what? It says that men began to multiply upon the face of the earth. So how would we how would we say this in modern language what apparently what was going on during the time of the days of noah is we have a a population explosion if you will men begin to multiply upon the face of the earth so we know that uh there's a population explosion uh there's many many people being born uh and and so and and why is that important well if, if we're living in similar times then uh then we should be witnessing the same thing now. now I read right. a statistic and I I read a statistic uh, a few years ago that said that <clears throat> it took it took uh just just under 6000 years for us uh if we go back to recorded history uh and 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 the counting of mankind it took 6000 years uh, roughly, uh, to reach one billion people upon the face of the earth, one billion. Right. Then we entered. So we entered the 20th century, and and what took six thousand years? <laughs> yeah, what took six thousand years to reach a billion as we entered the 20th century? <clears throat> in less than a hundred years, we go from a billion to where we are now, which is a little over seven billion. Absolutely. So literally six billion people have been born and counting in 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 a hundred years, where it took it took it took six thousand years to reach a billion. It's taken us just under a century or just under a hundred years to what would that be? Uh, double it, triple it, quadruple it. I mean, we've 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 reached seven billion people. In, in just a matter of a hundred years. So what are you saying, Brother Morty? I'm telling you, that to me fits the definition of a population explosion. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yes, so there we go. We have one of the signs uh, already, just from verse one of chapter six. We're told and, 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 and we, we need, let me reiterate that again, in case the people yeah. in here. What, what yeah, Brother yeah. Marty just said is that at the turn of the 20th century, there was a little over a billion people on the earth. And at the turn of the 20th, 21st century, 
There is over 7 billion people on the earth. That right there is a population explosion, which, which again, goes along with what the Lord said in, in Genesis, that men begin to multiply upon the earth at such a rapid pace uh, yes. that, the, that the world had never seen before. So yes. there's clear evidence clear evidence just based on that that uh there is a parallel uh with the days of noah that's a good way to put it a parallel and that's what we're looking for parallel so that's astounding isn't it think of that that's amazing Uh, six thousand years it is six thousand years to reach a billion a hundred years to reach seven billion so literally six billion people have been born in a hundred year period that is that is population expansion that is beyond the ability to describe. Now, what else yeah. is interesting about this very first verse is it says that men began to multiply upon the face of the earth, and then it says that daughters were born unto them. So yeah. it, it 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 goes it goes a little bit deeper there, and it says that that uh, daughters were born unto them. It seems to be implying that there were more, and this is true, but. The, the verse is implying that there were more women being born than there were men. Right. In other words, during the population explosion, uh, the the amount of women that existed upon the face of the earth uh, was was greater than the amount of men that existed upon the face of the earth. Well, lo and behold, brothers, that's exactly how it is today. There are literally okay. more women on the face of the earth than there are men. Go ahead. You can say something. A few years ago, I heard that it was six to one ratio. I could be uh, wow. off by one, but I, I a couple of years ago, I do remember saying there were more women than men at about a yes. five to six to one ratio. That's yeah, and I'm not sure. Um, I'm not a math genius, so I wouldn't even know what the percentages were. But I think <laughs> I just just to make it like simple percentage wise, I think it was like fifty two percent women, forty eight percent men is where we're at, somewhere in there. So uh, if, if that works out to uh, what, whatever that is, five to one or whatever. Uh, but the point is, is that, okay, we're looking for parallels. Number one, he said, as it was in the days of Noah. So we go back to Genesis chapter six and we're checking it out. Hey, what were the days of Noah like? The very first declaration that's made to us is that there's a population explosion. That, that that men began to multiply upon the face of the earth. And not only that, but that women were being born at a faster rate than the men. And so <clears throat> do we have the same parallel today? Yes. We just pointed out to you how that at the turn of the century, the 20th century, uh, it took 6,000 years for the planet Earth to reach a billion in population. And as we turned into the 21st century, it had grown to 7 billion people. So that just in the in the 20th century, over six billion people were born on the on the planet, six times more in a hundred years than the previous six thousand years combined. This is an undeniable sign that that we can say, okay, let's let's put this up, you know, on our little chalkboard here or whatever, and say, okay, let's look at this. Are we having a population explosion? Indeed, we are. And it was it was it, it it's that that says okay we can continue down this path and say yes let's continue to see what else is going on uh, as far as the days of Noah go and that's when we came to verse eleven 
because verse 11 says that the earth was also corrupt or wasting is actually the word uh, before the Lord. And and the earth was filled with violence. And God looks upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupted, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy uh, them with the earth. And we know about the story of the flood and so forth and so on. What's interesting to me here <clears throat> is that he he reiterates uh, twice within those three verses that that the characteristic of that time was was extreme violence, and that's literally what it what it means. If you look up the word violence in in the original Hebrew, it's not just talking about you know a couple of kids getting in a wrestling match in the backyard. You know, it, it's, right. it's talking of right. It's talking about a, a particular viciousness that existed. Yes. Oh, yeah. And a, and a particular right and a particular kind of attitude that that cheapened life, if you will, so that uh, so that men were being governed uh, by their selfish desires, and human life itself uh, became devalued. It, it was no longer uh, an important thing, you know. And I let, think let about, me tie in with let me tie in with that, brother Marty. Uh, Yes, please do. It, it, it says that the sons of God saw the daughters of men. So we also <laughs> a, a spilling over. Well, number one, yes. uh, we know that it was a generation that was driven by sexuality because yes. the the heinous sexual act that <clears throat> angels, sons of God, committed with the daughters of men uh, yes. uh, produced, the Bible says, giants on the earth, a, a, a yes. hybrid race of uh, that were had angelic DNA with with uh, uh, human DNA, and we 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 get into that, and some people debate it. But uh, but the point is that we see that there was a spilling over into the natural of powers of darkness. Yes. Now, yeah, that's exactly where we were headed. But go ahead, we're going there. No, no, yeah, and we're going to tie it in as to what is what. What took place in Las Vegas, and and what caused the rebellion and sin that took place in the days of Genesis to take place? Well, uh, it was powers of darkness that were yeah. behind uh, all these things that were taking place in the days of Noah, and the very things that are taking place in our nation today. Yes. And 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 and, yeah. and so when you know, usually when 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 you ask a person, so what, what was taking place in the days of Noah? They usually answer, you know, well, they were eating and drinking and giving them marriage and marrying, and you know, the, the way they 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 translate that is, well, they they were just having fun and not caring about God. Well, it was yeah, much, much more than that, right? <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was something much more sinister taking yes. place, um, uh, literally. The, the the powers of darkness were were <clears throat> came over that generation of the days of Noah, and and mm-hmm. and begin to move through through men and women to uh, commit horrible sins before the Lord, and that resulted in extreme vicious violence. Remember the uh, the Apostle Paul said that that in the last days, perilous times will come. That word uh, perilous literally means violent times. Yes. Violent times. Why? So, why? Why? Why would perilous times come? Let's finish that scripture that Paul was quoting, or Paul was writing. Perilous times will come for men will what? 
men will be lovers of their own selves, right? Of, of their oh, own selves, yes. yes. Denying the so power a, thereof, right. <clears throat> yeah, it's a selfish generation that Paul warned us about, and it's very much in, in line with uh, with what we're talking about as far as the days of Noah. We might as well go there uh, since you brought it up. There's a... <clears throat> Excuse me, because and that word and that word violence. I'm sorry. In in the word violence, it's it also uh, going into the Hebrew. uh, Here's a couple definitions that I got: is to be violent uh, by implication, to maltreat, make bare, shake off. But it also means to violate. Yes. So it's violent, and it also means to violate. (laughs) Do violence. Take away violently wrong imagine wrongfully and that word imagine wrongfully also takes us right there in the same text in in um in in in, that we're reading from from uh, genesis chapter 6 uh uh verse 5 where where the lord saw the wickedness of man that was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually so i just wanted to bring that point too yes and and see this is okay so, okay, <laughs> let's slow down here for a minute. All right, so we're going down the list, and, and we jumped into this part here, so we might as well just go ahead, because what, what you guys are bringing out is exactly, uh, you know, what we're talking about. This is part two of, of a podcast that began uh, near midnight, Saturday night, which spilled over into, actually Sunday night, which spilled over into uh, the wee hours of Monday morning, as as we witnessed the, the greatest massacre of uh, uh, and shooting uh, massacre in the history of our country, and and how many times have we heard since then uh, pure evil? Uh, the media on television, you're hearing people using that word, right? Evil. This was evil. This is pure evil. How could this guy do this thing? It's just pure evil. They're literally um, they're preaching, you know, out of Genesis six. I mean, they're preaching, <laughs> wow. and they don't even know it, right? They're declaring exactly what it was. Fernando used the word sinister. Absolutely. Um, now we have to ask the question here and, and, and we need to slow down a bit here so that we can, we can say this correctly and, and tie these things together. Now, now let's regress a little bit just for a moment here. What we are talking about, ladies and gentlemen, those of you that are listening and what we are, are literally uh, hypothesizing, if you will, what we're speculating on, what we're meditating on is, is 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 concerning our nation the United States of America and we are asking the question are we entering and have we entered into a place where the United States of America has found itself uh under the judgment hand of God himself the creator and are there signs in particular that are are so outrageous as to to be to be in a position where they cannot be ignored and 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 therefore it is incumbent upon us to ask these questions and to pursue the answers to look around us and to say have things been happening at such a rate that we have to at least pause for a moment and ask the question are we are we literally witnessing uh you know, uh, uh, something that can only be likened to biblical times. Are we witnessing the hand of God dealing with a nation? And I believe that we are. And so <clears throat> just just for a brief overview again, 
we have been uh, putting out there to you guys out there in the listening audience <clears throat> that the key moment that we have uh, that we that we're looking to began on August the 21st, 2017. That moment was a celestial sign, a sign in the heavens. For those of you that 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 remember, and this is only 45 days ago now, just six weeks ago, uh, mm-hmm. that we had we had a total solar eclipse take place. Well, there's always solar eclipses and so forth and so on. But so we asked the question, what made this one so unique? Well, number one was that the solar eclipse that occurred uh, had not occurred uh, to be visible or to be viewable uh, in North America had not occurred in almost a hundred years. The last time there had been a solar eclipse of this type, uh, it was 1918. Now, 99 years later, 100 years later, we have this solar eclipse take place again. But what made it so unique was that the only place it could be viewed in the entire world was the United States of America. And so the solar eclipse uh, takes place August the 21st, 2017, 45 days ago. And and literally, as we know, uh, it began to enter our our geographical territory uh, in in the state of Oregon. And it literally went all the way across our nation and literally, you know, cut it in half, if you will, or we could say that the eclipse itself went through the heart of our nation. Would you agree with that? From one end to the Absolutely. other? Absolutely. Right? Yes. So it's, yes. It's, it starts in Oregon and it, it, it exits in South Carolina. Now, What's interesting uh, also about that is that is that many states along that pathway that it that it went uh, were able to see what they call totality, and totality literally means that that the entire uh, light of the sun was completely blocked out, and it was able to be seen by the people in the heavens. I, for one, was in uh, in Idaho. In, in a place called Garden Valley, Idaho, my daughter and my son-in-law, my wife and I, and my other daughter, Mariah, we, we drove eight hours to go witness this, this, this incredible event. And there was really a sense of something much more profound than just a scientific observance. You could literally sense that something different and profound was taking place as, as we witnessed this, uh, this, this amazing event that took place. And 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 then we remember over the podcast we began to talk about this, and what if in fact it is a celestial sign? What is it that 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 we were being told? And well, we know that the sun, you know, it gives light, but <clears throat> a, a solar eclipse removes the light. And as Fernando, Pastor Fernando pointed out a couple of podcasts ago, what's also interesting is that our August 21st of 2017, uh, when the eclipse happened, just happened to be in parallel with the Hebrew calendar of uh, Elul uh, 1, right? The first day of Elul. Yes. Okay, and it concluded the month of Av, I believe it is. And And so you had the coming together, the ceasing of one month, the beginning of another month, but what was so what was so interesting about it, as you pointed out, Brother Fernando, was that this is precisely the same time frame in the Hebrew calendar 
thousands of years before when when the great prophet Moses was on Mount Sinai and had uh, received the Ten Commandments from God on the very exact time frame. And when he came off the mountain, the people had already broken the law of God and rejected God's authority and law um, and rulership over their life. And so we paralleled it in our thinking and meditations to say, could it be that God was speaking to our country? Because remember this, and many people forget this now because we're living in such a generation where, sad to say, uh, where there's people in the United States who don't know a thing about Jesus or about church or about the Bible or, you know, about a synagogue or whatever. I mean, they just have no concept of, of, of Judeo-Christian values that, that, that founded this great nation of ours. And so when we speak to them along these lines, they have no clue what we're talking about. But we are addressing specifically right now the believer, and we're telling you, what is God saying to this nation? And we believe that what was actually being said is that with the, with the, with the light of the sun being darkened and literally going across the heart of the nation, it is quite possible that what God was saying to us is that, that, that I have been your light. I have been the one that has blessed you. I have been the one that has made thee a great nation. But because of the, the absolute disintegration of, of the moral fiber of your country and your, your, your lack of desire to, to serve me and to obey me and to follow my ways, I'm going to send you this tremendous sign in the heavens and it's going to cut across the heart of your nation. And not only that, right. it's going to happen and parallel exactly the same time uh, that I once visited a nation called Israel. She too rejected right. my light, right? She too right. rejected my law. She too rejected my ways, and it led to her own demise uh, in, in the wilderness. She lost her way. Yeah. Yeah. She was not able to go into yeah. the promised land. And so, we're, so that's what began these 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 studies and, and these these podcasts and everything. So that what we're saying is, okay, that was the very first thing. That was the very first thing that happened. And and let me just go quickly now. Because then after the eclipse, what happened? Four days later, the United States was struck with, at the time they were calling it, uh, the hurricane uh, the, of, of the millennium. Or, a hur or a, like a millennium type event, which was Hurricane Harvey. Harvey ended up coming into the Gulf of Mexico four days after the, the solar eclipse, and it hits the Houston, Texas area, literally displacing some over 40,000 people, causing billions of dollars of damage. And to this day, they're still dealing with it. It's just that so many things have happened since then that we have even forgotten, you know, what actually happened just a few weeks ago with this yeah. massive hurricane. Now, remember, this just happened four days after the total solar eclipse. Here comes a massive destructive power that, that even the secular media was calling it apocalyptic. Uh, you know, the, uh, 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 a hurricane of the millennium. All right. Well, if that wasn't enough, uh, I believe it was three days after Harvey does his thing, came another hurricane. And the hurricane that came was, was named Irma. Irma became yeah. a Category 5 hurricane, right? Three days later. We're talking seven days after the eclipse now. We've now experienced two major hurricanes. Not only just uh, major hurricanes, but the kind of hurricanes that scientists were saying have never been seen before. 
And we actually have a picture, uh, Brother Fernando. Uh, remember, we have a picture of because of what happened. Uh, we have Harvey, we have Irma, and then we had Catalina, uh, uh, a third hurricane, and then we had Jose. Remember, all yes. uh, when they when they took a picture of it from space, NASA, you could see multiple storms, hurricane storms, not just little storms, but, you know, category four and five uh, on, on, on the scale that were, that were all impacting the United States simultaneously. So now we have, after the eclipse, we have Harvey, major hurricane, four days after the eclipse. Three days after that, Harvey hits Houston, we have Irma coming up the east coast of the United States, and 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 it affects you know the 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 Florida Keys and 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 even the little islands that lead up to the United States were devastated on the way. It went all the way up Florida through South Carolina, which is interesting to me because that's where it kind of really impacted with South Carolina. Now, isn't it interesting right. that Irma impacted South Carolina, and that's exactly the last place that the eclipse was before it left our nation? It left through South Carolina. So then after Irma, we have Catalina, which kind of stayed on the the other side of Houston over by the Mexico side of the Gulf of Mexico. That's the third hurricane. Catia. Then after Catia, we have have Jose, right? Another one happens. Jose. Lee. Jose. Lee Maria. Jose happened. And then Jose ends up coming up the eastern seaboard now. It, it, it did not. It, it it actually affected Puerto Rico. It did hit Puerto Rico, but Puerto Rico was yet to get hit with something even more devastating after that. Now we're only talking now a couple weeks after the eclipse, and now we're talking about our fourth hurricane affecting the United States of America within a two-week period. Four hurricanes. Jose goes up the coast of the east eastern seaboard of the United States, creating massive riptides and 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 rain and flooding and all that kind of stuff and then it kind of goes on its way but right on jose's heels now we're like two and a half weeks <laughs> into this after the after the eclipse another storm begins to to brew and 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 they named that storm maria maria and maria as we now know uh because we experienced it it came through and impacted the the uh, the island of Puerto Rico, the, uh, which is yes. part of the United States of America. So, what's your point, Brother Marty? Okay, I'm now I'm on five hurricanes, and we're talking about five <laughs> hurricanes I- impacting our country within a two week period, two and a half week period. Right. Right. And what makes it so so much, uh, uh, you know, uh, important for us to pay attention to these things was, and what we're putting forth to you that are listening is that all of these hurricanes. Uh, impacted our country, the United States. It's as it's as if we were getting hit with one after another after another. I have, I'm 56. I'll be 57 soon. Uh, and I, in all my years uh, on the earth, I have never seen five hurricanes occur in a row and hit the same nation on the face of the earth all within a two and a half week period. Maria goes through Puerto Rico and absolutely devastates it, leaving some three million people in absolute, uh, you know, shambles. Uh, they're saying that they won't even be able to receive power quite possibly for six months to a year. 
they're running out of water, they're running out of food, their road systems are torn up. It's a terrible thing that happens. This is Maria. Maria's done her thing. And now, uh, after as Maria was doing her thing, very few people talk about number six. Number six was still taking place out there, but it was on the west coast of the United States, and it was known as Norma. Norma. Norma was a hurricane, Category 1, but then she dissipated and became a tropical storm and impacted Baja, California. But, brothers and sisters, that's number six. And we're looking at only three weeks after a solar eclipse. Six times the United States gets hit with hurricanes. Six times the United States gets hit with hurricanes all within a three-week to four-week period after the August 21st celestial sign in the heavens of the total eclipse that cut across the heart of our nation. Now that's six. Wow. And as as I was getting ready for bed last night around 2 o'clock in the morning, I, I turned on the news to see what was up, and it, it was the weather lady. And lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it, as absurd as this sounds, she begins to say there's a hurricane that's formed, <clears throat> and the name of this hurricane is Nate. <laughs> And it's wow. about to hit the United States. It's about to hit the United States. It's going to hit, they said, uh, Louisiana and Alabama. It's going to come ashore right there. It's actually slowing down in the Gulf and picking up steam. We really don't know how big it's going to get, but it's going to get big. So now we're talking about seven hurricanes in a 45-day period. Seven hurricanes, wow. all of them affecting the United States of America. But before they spoke about Nate, just before the day before, or two days before that, we have this violent shooting of the worst massacre in the history of our country, uh, which took place in Las Vegas. So now, <laughs> you would literally have to be blind not to not to at least ask the question, what in the world is going on? Is something happening? Are we are we being uh, spoken to? Is God trying to send a message to us? Is he is he trying to wake us up? Is he trying to say that your sins have reached the heaven? That your streets are violent? That 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 you no longer observe my ways? That you've rejected me and gotten rid of me uh, out of every institution in your society? And as a result of that, I've had to remove my protecting hand from off of you. And as a result of God removing his protecting hand from off of our nation, we've had seven hurricanes. Seven. I can, it's so sublime. It doesn't even sound real. But seven hurricanes have affected the United States of America in a six-week period. And couple that with the, with the, with the intense uh, worst massacre in the history of our country, we see both celestial signs, natural signs, and human signs. Right, because wow. of the violence that took place. Somebody say something. Cause... Yeah, so we started off the program talking about um, violence on the earth. Yeah. Um, and and how we, how we got to this place. Again, so we have cosmic a cosmic sign in the heavens, a, a total solar lunar a total solar eclipse that's only seen solar in eclipse. America, followed by a series of hurricanes. Not to Seven mention, of them. Yeah, I, I want to mention the day that the eclipse took place. We 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 begin to bring this out to the people to pay attention. 
uh, it could very well be uh, that God is speaking to us through this eclipse because, again, in Genesis 1.14, he says that he, he put lights in the heavens to divide the yeah. day from the night for signs and for seasons. So we begin to tell the people, could it be that God is speaking to us through this eclipse? And, that, and the day the eclipse took place was the very day, uh, as Brother Marty mentioned, that uh, and we're, gonna, we're reiterating these things, but we, we have to. We have to. We don't, we don't want you to lose track of what's taking place, how we're ending up here with this shooting taking place, another hurricane yeah. developing again, uh, and, 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 and so forth and so on. But the, the, the day the eclipse took place, Moses is given the law, and he comes down the mountain. God's people are in sin, and it's the same day that God is sending an eclipse to America, a solar eclipse. Thousands of years later, right? Yes. Thousands of years and later, and we and we parallel. We really do parallel the United States with Israel, right? Because we're really the only two nations on the face of the earth that have had the the kind of light, if you will, the kind of scriptural revelation, if you will. Our nation is called a Judeo-Christian nation, right? So the foundational principles of our nation come from from the Jewish people, from Israel. Which is why we love Israel so much, because uh, you know it is the people of God, and 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 our nation was founded upon those principles, from Genesis to Malachi, from Matthew to Revelation, Judeo-Christian values, and and so that's why when Brother Fernando brings out the fact that it, it's it it doesn't go past us, the irony of it that uh, <laughs> that that the children of Israel broke the Ten Commandments that were revealed to Moses. On the very same day, thousands of years later, it's as if God is speaking to America saying, just as Israel rejected the light all those thousands of years ago, so, America, you've rejected my light as well. And so that, go ahead, Brother Fernando. Yeah, so, so the next day begins a 40 days countdown to the uh, Feast of Yom Kippur, or the Day of Atonement, a 40-day countdown, the day after the eclipse. Solar, total solar eclipse took place. A countdown begins, um, and it was like God. Yeah, forty day countdown. It was almost yeah. like God was saying, "Listen, uh, America, uh, you're on the clock, and I'm going to send yes. a series of signs to you. I'm going to I'm going to stir up the winds of the heavens. I'm going to send hurricanes, um, and so forth and so on. And and that began to take place at, an, at a historic rate." All right. Yes. So we're leading up to the 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 the, the day of atonement, the, that forty day countdown, the day after the total solar eclipse. Yes. So when we and get, you, you pointed is, out on and you pointed out, brother, elaborate on this, brother friend, because like, you pointed out on Sunday night uh, how that uh, you know when the sun went down on Saturday that it, it concluded Yom Kippur, and Yom Kippur is yes. the day of atonement. Yom Kippur is the day when the nation and the individual, as we're taught by our brothers in Israel, uh, that 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 we're meant to reflect on our own sins, how we how we've yeah. done people wrong, how we've disobeyed the Lord, and we we in essence we we cry out to Him and 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 we fast and and we seek His face for a 25 hour period, and 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 we ask Him to forgive us. And to cleanse us, and 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 we enter into genuine repentance and sadness for our failures and and for our falling short. That's literally Yom Kippur. That's really what it represents. So it gave the nation once a year the opportunity to take the time 
to repent of their sins and to return back unto God. And so while Yom Kippur is taking place and then concludes what should have been repentance or symbolically repentance, then we break into the very next day and it's as if, you know, uh, the opposite is taking place. Rather than America, if you will, paralleling what Yom Kippur should be telling us, it's a time of reflection and repentance and humility before God. The party continues, and then suddenly something tragic and and and, and awful takes place. And go from there for now, because you were talking about that and how that really well, touched your heart. And you could jump in whenever you want, Pastor Jeremy. Uh, Genesis six eleven took place. Violence. Yes. Broke. Violence. That's what we. That's what we're coming to. Now, you said something yes. interesting. I want to bring out this point uh, concerning the Day of Atonement. Uh, in the Day of Atonement, you said that the Jews uh, read the book of Jonah, right? That's correct. Traditionally, they do read the book of Jonah. And you yeah, pointed that and, out. Be- yeah, and, and, and the reason I bring that out is if, if you remember a few podcasts ago, uh, with myself and Pastor Jeremy, uh, we spoke about how in the days of Jonah, and, and NASA records this total solar eclipse, and in those ancient times, it was it, it's known as one of the greatest total solar eclipses of ancient times. Um, yes. There was Can we stop right? Can I, I, pro- I want to interject something right there because I, I actually went and researched that because uh, I had never heard that before. Pastor Jeremy brought that up and said that there was an eclipse that occurred over Nineveh, right, uh, who Jonah was preaching to to repent. And this eclipse uh, apparently got a hold of the aristocracy or the leadership of Nineveh. They saw it as a sign from the heavens as well. It was a contributing factor to their um, to their uh, to their repentance, repentance. right, and, yes. and and the saving yes. of, of their nation. Well, I, I, it, go ahead and Google it again and go check this out. Seven years later, they had another eclipse, wow. and wow. it formed the shape of a cross. It as it Wow. Wow. It formed the shape of a cross. So literally you had an X go across the nation of what is now modern day Iraq, but you had an X go across Nineveh of that time. Uh you had the first eclipse, Jonah's preaching. Seven years later comes another one which formed a perfect X across it or the shape of a cross. Ladies and gentlemen, not only have we had an eclipse that take place on August the twenty first, but you want to see a parallel here? We are told wow. That seven years from now, on April the 8th, we will have another total solar eclipse that, again, will only be seen in the United States. And it will cut across in the opposite direction and literally form an X, just like it did in the days of Nineveh, just like it did in the days of Jonah. The United States has seven years, uh, and and, and another eclipse will take place, and it it will complete the shape of the cross across this country. Go ahead. Well, you know, I would like to. Go ahead, Jeremy. Oh, no, I just wanted to reiterate, too, that at the same time as this eclipse was taking place in the days of Nineveh and also as the preaching of Jonah, there was an internal civil war going on within the people of Nineveh and and pestilences going on. And there's also a parallel there, too. That yes. in this hour, uh, you know, when you think about a civil war, you think about the division, right? You know, the civil war we had here between the North and the South. But spiritually yes. speaking, it, you know, there is a civil war going on right now, spiritually speaking, within our nation. Yes. 
we have yeah. a nation that is divided, that is fighting. You know, uh, the the liberals, the conservatives. The, the, there's a division amongst a generation, and not just yeah. that. Um, one of the things that we learned with the hurricane that is take that practically destroyed uh, uh, Puerto Rico and left it without power, energy, uh, without clean water is the fears that is growing among the, for example, Puerto Rico of 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 a possible health issue that will bring in uh, different uh, pestilences and sicknesses. Yes, absolutely. So, so I just well, yeah, wanted because, to reiterate that. Yes, and, and and we've seen this take place in different parts of the world where there's an earthquake or you know some a typhoon or whatever. That that that's the very next thing that begins to happen because there's no ability to to have cleanliness. The, uh, you know, normal services that take place, like just simply collecting the garbage and taking it to the dump. Uh, all these services have been knocked out, so that that breeds uh, rats and, and which carry diseases. And so, yes, the, the parallels uh, don't go unnoticed, Pastor Jeremy. Yeah, we are headed in Puerto Rico over there. That's where they're headed. Uh, if 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 we don't do something quickly, and 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 but you know, what can you do? It's at all utter and total almost 100% complete devastation of, of of the people of Puerto Rico. And so so the same thing that happened in Nineveh is the same thing that's going to happen to us. We, we, two eclipses and a cross occurred over Nineveh. Two eclipses and a cross will occur when it's complete, seven years from now, April the 8th. And you know what's – well, maybe we shouldn't go there. But <laughs> there, in in the year 62 A.D., the great uh, Jewish historian Flavius, Flavius Josephus, uh, he records a, an eclipse that took place in the nation of Israel on on Nisan the eighth in the Hebrew calendar, and there was there were interesting things that took place in the temple. Two things uh, that occurred: one, there was a giant brass gate that would be closed in the temple, 62 A.D. Now, and and it took several men just to open this gate. It served as a protecting barrier between anyone that would want to come into the temple after hours, <laughs> and they weren't allowed to, uh, but it served as a protecting gate. Well, something took place uh, during the eclipse. The gate opened of its own accord and, and left and, and left a fear throughout the, uh, the, the scribes and the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the religious establishment of the day uh, when they... They, they they became fearful when they realized that the gate, the big giant brass gate, opened of its own, and and there were many amongst the the Orthodox community at the time, the rabbinic community, that felt in 62 A.D. that it was a sign from God, quite possibly telling them that they were no longer being protected by Him, and and wow. and and then and then at the same time that this was happening, now this is this is going to sound so bizarre to you people out there, but this is recorded by Flavius Josephus. The the red heifer, which is the animal that would be sacrificed as a ritual uh, sacrifice unto the Lord in the course of Levitical law, which was sacrificed in order to purify uh, and cleanse the temple. It was it was a purification sacrifice. Uh, that 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 when the eclipse was taking place, that the that that the red heifer gave birth, literally yeah. brought forth a, a child if you will, an animal. But instead of giving birth to another cow, it gave birth to a lamb. This is kind of like...
<laughs> it sounds nuts, but this is recorded by Josephus that this actually took place. It was such a a uh, a crazy thing that happened that it sent you know it sent fear throughout the uh, religious community because what was really being said because remember back at the time was that you know what had happened was the Lord Jesus Christ had come he had paid the he had paid for the sins as we Christians believe of all the world uh, John the Baptist when he saw the Lord he called him what the Lamb of God and right. and, and and so Jesus really was the fulfillment of of the uh, the atonement sacrifice if you will he was the spotless Lamb. Uh, and that, that that would be offered by the high priest once a year on the Day of Atonement. Well, here we have a red heifer that was meant to cleanse the temple in order to keep it uh, in a position where it would be, uh, in their minds, uh, according to Levitical law, suitable to continue the sacrifices and, and the burning of incense and so forth and so on in the daily running of the temple. Well, this, this red heifer, a sacrifice uh, animal, gives birth to a, a, a lamb. And and it was as if God was saying to that generation, the sacrifice has already been paid, and I will no longer accept your 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 religious exercises because I've told you that once and for all the price for sin had been paid, but you've rejected my way of salvation. And so He had to do something so radically crazy in order to try and get their attention, and yet it didn't. Now, this why are you saying this, Brother Marty? Because remember. I told you the whole story and told you the date. The date was Nisan the 8th in the Hebrew calendar. Well, it's interesting that Nisan is the equivalent in the Gregorian calendar of April. And so if if I say Nisan, that would be equivalent to our April in our calendar, okay? Well, the eclipse that took place with those signs I told you about, the brass gate, the, the giving birth of the lamb on Nisan the 8th in 62 AD as recorded by Flavius Josephus, It is interesting to me that seven years from now, brothers, on Nisan the 8th, the eclipse will appear across America again. Nisan the 8th is the equivalent to April the 8th. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Absolutely. Wow. So I connect with you and say uh, the same thing is happening. The parallels are not only running congruent with with the days of Noah, but they're also running, it appears, uh, congruent with, with... with the nation of Israel and how she was judged uh, in the first century for her rejection uh, of the Lord and how she would be scattered to the four corners of the earth. America is is under judgment. Like we pointed out last time we met uh, on this podcast, is, is we're not saying that God is sending these storms and that God is like killing people and doing all that kind of stuff. What we are saying is that, that, that God has lifted his protective covering from off of this nation. And this is why we are witnessing such astonishing events taking place, one after the other after the other. It's almost as if we have Armageddon fatigue, you know? I mean, yeah. or apocalypse yeah. fatigue. What? Yeah. I couldn't believe it last night when I turned on my television and I see another, uh, what? You know, we're still dealing with the massacre, right? We're dealing with the massacre. It's yeah. fresh in our minds. It's still ongoing as we're talking about. The massacre was so overwhelming that it's almost as if we forgot that there were six previous hurricanes that just happened over the last four weeks. And now the nation's yeah. attention is focused on this massacre, and, 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 and here comes another hurricane, the seventh. Interesting. Yeah. Nate, you know, now, okay, now this is going to sound weird to everybody out there, but we're just having a conversation, right? Well, uh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, uh, let me throw something in there for the morning. Yeah, go ahead. 
Josephus also says that there was a comet. Uh, That's right. During those days, yes. uh, that that was that was in the sky for about a year. Um, yes, for an entire year. Six, six, sixty-four or sixty-six. Sixty-six. It was sixty-six, right. and it, and it lasted to sixty-seven. A.D. So, so God, what we're saying, we're making a connection with signs. God was sending them signs. Uh, the gate called beautiful. All along the way. Opened up by itself, which which would need you would need strong men to open up that gate each morning. Uh, you have a, a red heifer giving birth to a lamb. God is trying to mm-hmm. get their attention. He he sends uh, a, a heavenly he puts a heavenly sign uh, in the heavens uh, in 66 A.D. Uh, mm-hmm. Which which For is a year. Time, I guess the Apostle Paul would would have been alive. And then four years That's later, right. what happened? Four years later, what happened? We know what took place, what the Lord prophesied in Matthew 24, right? That not one yeah. stone shall be left upon another, that, that shall uh, not be hewn down. So we see right. the judgment. So we're making the parallels between Israel and America. And you said it. You said it well. America is under judgment. Just as Israel of old was, uh, uh, was judged uh, in AD 17 by, by Titus. And uh, the Lord, uh, or yeah, the, uh, the Roman general Titus came and, and in with his yeah. armies, and the temple was destroyed, and Israel was scattered to the nations of the world, right? Now, right. that's what we're saying, church. You, you can't make this stuff up, you know? No, it, it, even in the Hollywood script, you know, they go, come on, nobody would believe this stuff, right? <laughs> but it's actually happened, and we have and proof remember, of what, what... And also, and also this, remember from when the eclipse took place in August 21st, the total solar eclipse, this year, it began a 40-day countdown uh, to Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement. The Yom day, yeah, the day where Israel reached the Book of Jonah, right? To to yeah. uh, uh, and and it's and it's written for all to hear or read for all to hear. Now, yes. now and then we have the Las Vegas shooting the next day. Now it's the a 40-day day. countdown. How many days was Nineveh given to repent? Forty. Forty days. Forty days. That's ah, powerful. And, and yes, and, and then again, we're, let's reiterate again, we're talking about parallels between the nation of Israel and the nation of the United States of America. And, and there seems to be, now look, uh, are we saying that, uh, that we're saying what we're saying? We're saying there's parallels there. We're saying that, that uh, you know, the same God that dealt with Israel the way he dealt with Israel, he changes not according to the scripture, right? He says, I, I'm the same yesterday, right. today, and forever. I'm the Lord thy God, I change not. So if he dealt with Israel the way he dealt with Israel, uh, then he's going to deal with America the way he deals with America the same way. He he doesn't change. So he allows all these things to take place. He allows all these signs to happen, all of them designed to, to, to wake up a nation to, to its dire condition that it finds itself in. Now, Man, we're all over the place, but let me let, let let's go back to Genesis six and before we conclude this podcast, okay? Because there's a lot more we're going to say in the coming days, but we've kind of just threw out a whole bunch of information out there to you guys. And I want to go back and touch a little bit on what Brother Fernando was saying because he went on into as he began to talk about Genesis chapter six, he said that <clears throat> as as he quoted it, we were talking about the population explosion. We were talking about how it took six thousand years to reach one billion people on the face of the earth. And in less than a hundred years, we went from one billion to seven billion. So we saw the parallel there in Genesis chapter six, 
in in obedience to follow the keys that were given to us by the Lord Jesus Christ uh, as to the signposts and the markers that would determine whether we were indeed that generation that could very well be entering into the final days of history upon the earth and literally be that generation that witnesses the second coming of the Lord. So he says, go ahead and take a look at the days of Noah. And so we began in verse 1. And in verse 1, we we pointed out how there was a population explosion that took place during the days of Noah, and we paralleled it with our generation as well. We are seeing and have seen a population explosion. Six times the amount of people have 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 been born in a hundred years uh, uh where it took six thousand years just to do one billion it's taken us a hundred years to do six more additional billion people uh, ladies and gentlemen by any way you want to define it that's a population explosion then he says that daughters were born unto men which seems to indicate that there were more women being born than there were there were more female children being born than there were male children well we know today as pastor jeremy pointed out and statistically, I believe I read it where it says that uh, there's somewhere along the lines of 52% of the population are female, 48% are male. So indeed, the second parallel is or signpost is there. Yes, we have a population explosion, but also we have more women alive on the face of the planet today than we do men. So it, it's, it is as it was in the days of Noah when it pertains to the human population. But then you brought something out <clears throat> really powerful. Excuse me. In verse 2, it says, The sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and that they took them wives, of which they chose, so forth and so on. And then it goes into verse 4 where it says, There was giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, they bore children to them, and the same became the mighty men of old, uh, uh, men of renown. And then he talks about God seeing the wickedness of man upon uh, uh, in the earth was great, and that the imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only on evil continually. Now, these two things are connected, and Brother Fernando, you brought it out really powerfully there. We were talking about the shooting in Vegas. We were talking about the condition of the United States of America, and, and we're trying to parallel and see, are we living uh, in similar times uh, as the days of Noah? And you brought out how that what the scripture seems to be indicating there in, in chapter six is that during the days of Noah, not only was there just human activity that was bringing violence and, and war and, and viciousness upon the planet, but it, it seems to indicate that, that there was a supernatural component to it as well, that the evil Absolutely. that was transpiring upon the face of the earth was being driven by uh, demonic forces, pure evil, if you will. Right? Go ahead. No, no. That's, we, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Okay. Exactly right. That's exactly right. Because <clears throat> because what we see happening, it, it it transcends just mere anger. What we are witnessing is a viciousness upon the planet, unlike any that I can remember in my lifetime. And and when you think, let's say this this whole event in Vegas as an example, because we're talking about the United States of America too. You know, and and our streets being unsafe, and so forth and so on. Uh, when you consider, uh, let's, let's just go with the narrative that's being put out there. This is one guy. He goes and takes some twenty plus weapons up to a thirty second floor of of a, of a five star resort hotel overlooking concert grounds. He he knocks out two windows in his suite that he's staying in. He's been there for four days. He's polishing up his guns. He's got heavy artillery up there that's only seen on the battlefield 
when you when you're engaged in war and then he waits for the last song on the last day of the last night of this festival and begins to open fire into a crowd of of some 22,000 people they said and and he just this kind of an act is not a normal act uh, as we see it we believe that it is inspired by demonic entity and demonic power there you go and so and so and so there's the other parallel because what was what we were being told in the as it was in the days of noah was that there was there was a an assistance if you will uh by demonic forces moving upon this population explosion during the days of noah uh you you spoke about the sensuality that and and the component of sensuality that was involved in that as well uh when you, when when you mentioned the sons of god because the bible basically it indicates that these sons of god were the angelic hosts or the angelic beings uh, that left their estate. Now, if you study scripture, you'll you'll realize that in the book of Job, which is a tiny little book just before uh, the book of Revelation, Job gives us an insight into uh, the angels that left their original habitation, a whole class of supernatural being that, that rebelled against God and left their habitation and came into the earth dimension, if you will, or the universe of time and space. And as a result of that, they were judged by God, and, and according to the scripture, they've been chained and reserved in chains uh, in, in outer darkness unto the unto the day of judgment that's coming. But in the days of Noah, now remember what Jesus told us. He said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be uh, just prior to the coming of the Son of Man. So rather than just simply focusing on what happened in the natural world, we cannot uh, mm. take the wor- yes. words of the Lord, right? We can't just focus on that. We have to also understand that Jesus was also saying that demonic activity would be the same. Demonic activity would increase as it did in the days of Noah, uh, so it would be in the final generation. That once again, we would see uh, a return, if you will, of these demonic forces into into the human population. And as a result of that, we would see the earth becoming corrupt, violence increasing, sensuality and witchcraft increasing. Because if you really break down those words there where it says that the sons of God went in unto the daughters of men and that these women gave birth to these uh, these, these oh, hideous God. creatures, you're talking about a... a, a, uh, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A, an altering of the DNA an altering of the genetic code, a mingling of unseen demonic force uh, uh, genetics with the female population. And as a result of that, you you will begin to see aberrations taking place on the face of the earth and, and, and within our nation and, and under the context of what we're speaking about right now. Jump in and say something, because I can keep going. Go ahead, say something. Go ahead, Pastor. What is it? Yeah, go ahead. No, uh, let's let, let, let's think about that for a moment, okay? Because this is mm-hmm. heavy stuff we're talking about. This is this is <laughs> yes, what the word is. of God says. Okay. Yes. We're not uh, we're not making this up. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Right. It, right. Is it possible that this nation that was uh, a godly Christian nation 
is all of a sudden now taken over by powerful demonic powers where where because we have gone away from God you know i heard i yes. heard an expert you know an expert trying to figure out why it was that this man did what he did you know and he, <laughs> and, and they're trying to figure out what it is you know and and they have different reasons but you know have they ever stopped and considered that it might not be something that is uh uh, uh th- that can be viewed through the natural eye you know it, it is it go. is something supernatural <laughs> it is the powers of, he said this he said what is uh, uh, Americans' fascination with mass killings. Yes. Because <laughs> it, it, I don't know how many times it's happened, over 20 times in the last, I don't know, a uh, couple years. And yes. So, so we as a nation are at a very critical place spiritually. And the enemy has seen the door open for him to come in and begin to move in our nation, in yes. our young generation, you know, in yes. and, and, and every facet of our, I mean, the, the man was 64 years old, they say, <laughs> you right, know, right. you know, but this is serious stuff that we're talking about church more than ever, Amen. the blood of Jesus. More yes, than yes. ever, we need to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. When Jesus showed up into the scene 2,000 years ago, never had there been so many demon-possessed people in Israel like there was when Jesus showed up 2,000 years oh, ago. Oh, stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there because that makes me think of something that, I, you know, what you just said inspired a thought. Now, check this out. <clears throat> We're told many, many times that when, when, when Jesus would go into the synagogues and he would go into, like, preach or whatever, right? Uh, that the mere fact of his presence, because the Bible says that he had the Holy Spirit without measure, right? The mere fact that his presence was there uh, revealed the demonic powers. They They could not hide. They began to manifest themselves. So I'm going to submit this to you. Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, right? And and, and what right. you're saying right there, uh, the demonic powers that are flowing in our country now, it's as if the mask has been ripped off and there's no longer a veil hiding the uh, the obvious manifestation of evil. So what we do know that the scripture teaches us is that as the world gets darker, I'm going to quote this scripture so I don't, so I don't mess it up, but it's, it can be found in the writing of the great prophet Isaiah. Uh, chapter 60, and I'm going to read something that Isaiah wrote uh, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 60. Listen to what he says here. He says, Arise, chapter 60, verse 1, he says, Arise and shine, for thy light is come, Amen. and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. If that doesn't describe our times, I don't know what does. And he says, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Now, there's a correlation now, because what the scripture is saying is that as the demonic powers are are more revealed, so contrawise, the anointing and the presence and the light of the Lord is going to begin to shine forth from his true people. 
and, and as a result of this, just as when Jesus walked in the synagogues and, and the mere fact that his presence was there or the glory was residing upon him without measure, the spirit of God flowing from him caused demonic powers to manifest. So I'm submitting to you that what we are witnessing in our generation right now is that God is assembling a glorious church and that yes. his spirit yes. is beginning to, 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 to fall upon his people and beginning to rise through them. And as a result of that, we are seeing the veil ripped off and demonic powers once again are manifesting themselves openly, openly manifesting themselves. And, and the conflict of the ages has been engaged. The conflict yes. of the ages has begun. Yes. My God. And so this wow. is what we see right now. The safest place for us to be, and, and we've been all over the place now, but we, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of like you know knocking down walls and remodeling you know, and tearing this out and that out to get to where we are right now, <laughs> which is to talk to you about what we're talking to you about right now, the safest place for our families. Let me tell you something. My, my, my nephew was there at that concert. My, my my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and, and our loved ones were at the concert. As a matter of fact, my wife, uh, uh, on one of the footages that was taken by just a, you know an arbitrary person with their iPhone that was broadcast on on the national television, showing uh, you know what was going on when the people were running for their lives and the sound of the gunfire and all that. <laughs> Lo and behold, uh, this person, whoever that was, was was just holding their iPhone up, actually caught images of my sister-in-law and my nephew uh, while the shooting was going on. So we see them in the crowd. And my, my, my nephew uh, testified to the fact that there was people just a few feet away from him that were getting shot, that died around him and his mother. And, and yet the bullets did not hit them. Now, I don't want to hear anything from you religious people out there like, what were they doing there? And other, hey, that's none of your business, man. I'll tell you this, though. I'll tell you this. You better hope that somebody's praying for you. You better hope that the blood of Jesus covers your family. Because, And I'm not saying that, that the people that got shot didn't have people praying for them or whatever. But what I am telling you is that, that you better hope that you're hidden and protected in the Lord Jesus Christ in this hour. That's because it. the that's days it. that are upon us, the days that are upon us are nothing compared to where we're headed. You think what we saw over the weekend is something? Fasten your seatbelts because it's just begun. And and, and we're not playing tiddlywinks here, right? We're talking about some very, very serious stuff, right? And we're talking about dealing with entities that are older than time itself. And we're talking about a conflict of the ages. We're talking about the culmination and the putting down of all that that is vile and wicked. And, and with the hope and the promise that we have attached ourselves to from our great father, creator, the Lord God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We have hitched our train to him, and, and he will see us through, and he will bring us home. And, and, and like he said in Isaiah, it's going to get dark out there. It's going to cover the earth. It's going to cover the people. But his glory is coming to us. His glory yeah. is coming to his people. His glory is about to fall upon you. Praise the Lord. Praise God. <clears throat> God. Let's uh let, let's let's end it there. You know, we've kind of just given an overview introduction to what we're talking about, but next time we meet, I would really like to revisit this where we're at right now. I want to talk about these things and I want to talk about where we are. It is no accident 
you know, those of you that are listening in and those of you that are familiar with what we're talking about, we have seen a rise uh, in the general population of the planet. You know, people talking about, uh, you know, being abducted by UFOs and, you know, being visited in the night season. And, you know, even in, in America here, we have some program they call Ancient Aliens, you know, where everything, you know, happened because of some, you know, visitations from, you know, extraterrestrial beings that, that have been around for millions of years, and they're fully expecting them to return to this planet. I mean, this is what they're putting forth, right? They're coming back, you know. And so we've got all this kind of stuff taking place right now, and, and yet the Scripture tells us and has warned us, as Jesus did, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be prior to the coming of the Son of Man. The next time that we meet, we're going to talk about these things. We're going to talk about what we're talking about. We're going to continue to look at the news. We're going to talk about the celestial signs. But we're also going to talk about the enemy which that we're facing. And what is the agenda of evil in this hour? Does the scripture have anything to say about it? Do we know where we're headed? And And the answer to that is 100% absolutely yes. And so do we have to fear what's coming? No, you don't have to fear. Um, right. You know, because if you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're in the family, man. <laughs> you're part of the you're yes. part of the, uh, of the of the family of God, and we have the ultimate promise that we will be protected, we will be preserved, and we will have right uh, to to the city uh, uh, that is being built for all of God's children, and uh, we will have access to the very throne room of God. And, and he will protect yes. you, and he will take care of you, and he will preserve you uh, if you're if you're his child. And so, brother brother Jeremy, would you would you uh, close this out? And, and uh, unless you guys have anything, yes. To say. No, 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 no it's, I think it's appropriate. Well, well said, well said, brother. Yeah. I, I, I'd like to finish off just with this text, which I think is very appropriate, found in yeah. the book of Hebrews, chapter eleven, verse seven. By faith Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen yet, moved with fear, a holy fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world, and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. Faith. Glory to God. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Should we pray? Yes, Hallelujah. Father, close, close out this podcast in prayer, will you? Yes, yes. Father, we want to thank you, Lord, this moment for this time that we have had in your word, a yes. time to discuss, a time, Lord, to doing our best that we can to relate to the people what we believe you, have, you are showing us through the scriptures, that you are showing us through your word, the warning, Lord. And this is what these podcasts are, are about, Lord. It's also to warn the people, to tell the people this is taking place, Lord. Father, we know that attached to the signs that you that you gave us, that you said the last days would be like the days of Noah, like the days of Jonah, also attaches a message that we must preach. And it is a message of repentance, Lord God. In this moment, Lord, I we, we just come before you, Lord. And we're asking you, Lord, that this word will resonate in the spirit of those that have heard that, God, as you are drawing attention through signs, through your word, through the things that we're seeing taking place, Lord, that this would wake up 
your church, God. Wake up your people in this hour, Lord. Father, to turn our hearts to you, Lord. Father, this moment, Lord, we present, Lord, our nation to you. We present America, Lord, our president, Lord, all the people, Lord, that you would awaken us, Lord, in this hour, Lord. And, Father, continue to draw, to draw us closer to you, Lord. And in this hour, God, we pray that this podcast, Lord, will fall on good ground, God, that you would draw people to hear, to hear what God is saying in this hour, God. We will continue to lift you up and give you all the glory, God. And, Lord, continue to help us in the next few days, Lord, as we continue to discuss on these podcasts, Lord, that that the word of God will begin to open up more and more, God, that the word of God will continue, Lord, to to bring uh, conviction and understanding, Lord, to our lives concerning the times that we are living, God. 